0: when approaching sirens, scared him off. He fled in a red Camaro, making his way west into the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains, where he abandoned his car in a deserted driveway overgrown with weeds. Local news stations picked up a bystander's cell phone footage of the girl's beating and ran it several times. The video quickly went viral. Cops in four counties were alerted, and when Carter's Camaro was found, Riley and Cooper's tracking skills landed them on point position. By the time she arrived, a collection of sheriff's deputies clustered near the car, which was nosed under heavy brush. Media rolled up. It was a circus. She hoped the knife wound would slow Carter enough so she and Cooper could catch up to him before nightfall. The plan was for Riley and Cooper to guide three deputies up the trail. A private firm called Shield Security, headquartered near Quantico, had offered to assist, but she declined, fearing a civilian crew that she did not know could hinder the search. Using one of Carter's shirts found in the car, Riley allowed Cooper to sniff and lock in on the scent. Barking, he led her and the three deputies into the woods, Two hours into the search, one deputy twisted his ankle on a log. Three more hours in, the second succumbed to the heat, and the third dropped back to assist a return to base. Riley should have quit the search, but when she pictured the girl's bloodied face, she thought about another young girl, Hannah, a runaway she'd taken into her home and would soon adopt. Over the last five years, she'd seen Hannah blossom, though she could easily have ended up like the beaten girl in the video. So Riley asked to continue. She wouldn't engage until additional deputies could be dispatched. When she received the green light, she checked her sidearm, a Sig Sauer, with a ten-round magazine, and shifted Cooper's tracking line to her non-dominant hand in case she needed to draw her weapon— She promised to check in every 15 minutes. A half hour later, she spotted the outlines of fresh boot prints. The trajectory of the impressions confirmed a westward bearing. The right foot impression was deep, but the left, shallow, a sign Carter was favoring the leg. His stride appeared shorter, suggesting his pace was slower. Good. As Riley's gaze now swept over the lush, green foliage, she spotted red droplets of blood clinging to the leaves ahead. Like all the markers on the trail, the color and patterns of blood told a story. Dark red blood implied a punctured vein. Light red meant blood diluted with gastric fluids from an abdominal wound. Pink and foamy signaled a possible chest wound. This blood was dark red unoxygenated, no doubt from the stab wound which had sliced a vein. Ahead, the path forked and traces of red dotted leaves on both sides. Close to Cooper's ear, she whispered in Czech, the language he'd been trained to follow while working. A port. Fetch. Cooper sniffed the ground around the first blood droplets and then around the second set, At the second location, his sniffing increased and his tail wagged. Good boy, she whispered. As they continued, crimson splashes were smeared on more leaves. The distance between drops shortened to less than four feet. The track was now in its sixth hour and had begun to open his wound. He was suffering, likely angry, and primed to make a mistake if pressed. Even better. She lifted a leaf and touched the blood, still viscous, fresh. She raised her boot to step when she heard the snap of a twig. She drew her weapon. Cooper's head rose and he glared toward the right. The dog watched the woods, but his body language didn't alert that Carter was close. Slowly, she crouched, gently pulling the tense dog to her. Her heart revved from steady to overdrive, forcing her to slow her breath and listen to the wind whispering in the trees. Tense seconds passed, but there was no more movement, only silence. She could fall back, but that was a gamble. Carter's odds of escape greatly increased if he found his way out of the woods and got hold of a car. Cooper could track people, not vehicles. Again, the grainy black and white surveillance footage